Thanks for joining us for another episode of Mango Gold's Plugged In Podcast, where we break down current developments in environmental law in 10 minutes or less. We are joined today by one of the founding partners of our firm, our very own Rob Fox. Rob was on the personnel committee of Governor Josh Shapiro's transition team. The committee was responsible for interviewing and recommending to the governor candidates for the various cabinet positions, including Pennsylvania DEP and DCNR. Today, we plan on getting some insights from Rob into the Shapiro administration's approach to environmental issues in the Commonwealth. Rob, thanks for joining us. Thanks, Kate. I am enjoying the role reversal here since Kate was my law student 20 years ago, and I got to ask her questions. Now she gets to ask me questions. And I, too, am going to enjoy the next 10 minutes. Um, So, Rob, let's just start kind of with the basics. How would you describe Governor Shapiro's overall approach to environmental issues? Right. First, I want to just start with a disclaimer. I'm not speaking on behalf of the administration, but obviously I've known the governor for a long time and have been involved on the transition team. So these are my personal ideas and not um, something that the administration is authorizing. So I I would describe it as two separate things, which I think um, are important. So the first is he refuses and has said this publicly. He refuses to think that environmental regulation and economic growth are mutually exclusive. Um, I think he believes, his administration believes, and I think it was pretty clear on our transition team that Pennsylvania has a lot of untapped economic growth um, and that the regulation of environmental issues issues cannot stop in in its tracks at economic growth, but it's also not a policy platform of deregulation in any way, that within the framework of vigorous regulation, you can still have economic growth. And that leads to the second thing that I think is a corollary to that, and that is – that in order to have that economic growth while still maintaining appropriate environmental regulation, our agencies need to function more efficiently, more transparently, uh, more timely. Um, you know, we represent clients who are business and industry. They're not looking for deregulation. What they're looking for is a consistent approach by the regulatory agencies, a timely approach by the regulatory agencies, a transparent approach by the regulatory agencies. That's what they're looking for. They're not looking for a break. And I think um, through the entire process, that balance between the two and a real focus on managing those agencies as efficiently as possible and coordination among agencies is really a hallmark of what I think the Shapiro administration is looking to accomplish. Great. Thanks. Um, Rob, I'd like to maybe focus in just a little bit on on energy. There's a wide range of energy-related issues in Pennsylvania. Uh, how does the administration seek to address those? So I think this is a critical issue, and it ties in with the first uh, point that I was making. I think it's pretty clear that energy is an important issue for Pennsylvania's economy. It's an energy hub I believe it's the second largest natural gas producing uh, uh, state in the entire United States. Um, And there's a a lot of other types of energy-related work that is being done in Pennsylvania. And so that's something that should be embraced. Um, It needs to be regulated, but it needs to be embraced. Some of that has to do with fossil fuels. And we know the issues with respect to climate, which is also an objective of the administration. So I think the way I would phrase it is uh, an all-everything approach, which is we have energy production, we have energy hubs, we have natural gas. 
in, in the Commonwealth, but also the policies are aimed at transitioning from that uh, over a longer period of time to clean energy, um, and that includes incentives for clean electrical energy um, and other sources of energy besides just fossil fuels, so solar, wind, et cetera. And I think that is actually a smart approach. We can't take an industry that is creating as many jobs as it is as the traditional energy and just say we're going to stop that, nor as consumers can we afford that. Um, but at the same time, we have to be building for a sustainable future, recognizing the impacts of climate. And so an approach that recognizes both of those things is important. Again, it's very consistent with what I said at the beginning. He's very loath to be an either-or person. He's a very um, measured and smart person and recognizes that these issues are not cut and dry, that they are complicated, and they need to have all facets considered. Great. Thanks, Rob. Um, so we're now about two months into uh, 2023, unbelievably. Um, anything you can tell us about some maybe unique positions or some you know initiatives that uh, Governor Shapiro has taken already so far this year? Yeah, I, I want to focus on two of them. So um, I think either the first or second day of his administration, um, he issued an executive order which uh, formed the Office of Transporta Transformation. Um, the person who is heading that office um, is someone I know, is Ben Kirshner, um, very successful businessman. We're fortunate as Pennsylvanians to have him go into the government. Um, and if for those of you who have been around a while, you know that um, within uh, the administration previously, there was something called the governor's action team. And the governor's action team was basically, if you have an economic development project or any kind of project in the uh, Commonwealth, this was someone who would coordinate um, everything that you needed to move that project forward. And that had some high points and then some, uh, I would say, more dormant points. This, to me, the Office of Transformation is really uh, the governor's action team on steroids. Um, it is meant really to work closely with the other agencies to make it amenable to projects in Pennsylvania to go forward and to have an economic benefit. Um, again, not deregulation, but to make that project. You know, Pennsylvania has tremendous resources, and yet when it comes to incentivizing businesses to locate here, um, we are not good at that. Other states are much better at that. So this office, I think, wants to know what is stopping projects from going forward on an economic basis um, in the Commonwealth. They're going to work closely with the new DCED, um, cabinet Secretary Rick Seiger, um, and I think they will coordinate whatever permitting is necessary, whatever economic incentives are necessary uh, to work with worthwhile projects to bring more jobs and a more robust economy uh, to the Commonwealth. The second thing is, <clears throat> and this was I think in the last week or so, the governor issued an executive order. Um, as I talked about before, um, he does not want things to get bogged down in a regulatory morass. He wants things to be timely. And so he issued an order which actually applies across the board to all licensing and permitting agencies to within 90 days provide an inventory of every single license or permit under the purview of that agency and what the timelines are for responding to requests for those permits. It's not just DEP we're talking about here or DCNR. This would be 
a medical license or an optometrist license, any kind of permitting or licensure. I think this is a fantastic idea. If we want to make government work for us, um, I think what we need to do is to have timelines so that people can get a prompt response. may not be the response they want, but they get a prompt response and they have whatever recourse they have after that. So I think that, as that plays out, is going to be a significant initiative. Here, here. I, I know our clients certainly will um, be looking forward to that moving forward. So, Rob, um, it's so special to have you here, not only because you were once my teacher, but also just to be able to talk to someone on the personnel committee that helped fill some of these cabinet positions. Um, it's really nice to have you here. If you've liked what you've heard today, uh, please be sure to share our podcast with your friends and your colleagues and visit our website at www.mancogold.com for additional news and alerts and to join our mailing list or connect with us on LinkedIn. Thanks so much.